Hello and welcome to episode 85 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good, who's bringing Savvy B back to cricket clubs. Welcome, David. Hello, Ross. Thank you for the introduction. Um, we're a divided nation currently. Probably not since Germany have we seen a country so divided. Right. A man who has said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan and our guru, welcome Alex. Hello, fellas. Oh, hey, I'm actually Alex. <laughs> and uh, I'm not feeling too good, Ross. A couple too many savvy bees last night. <laughs> oh, really? A bit too heavy handed on the sav bees, eh? Yeah. Uh, today we're in the triangulated Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a big lug production brought to you by our broadcast partners for 2019 Ooh. Roger Ooh. David. <laughs> the dot-com boom, Netscape, Aussie Mail, Ask Gs and Alta Vista, Antioxidants and Omega-3, Fast Bat Speed and High Bat Grips, Local Tosses and the Block Hole and Keeping Your Shape. We're also brought to you by, hello, it's Chris and Mari from Chris and Mari's Plant Farm, Emerald and Essendon Airport, Neighbours Be Gone Trees, six ninety nine. Hello, hello.com.au. <laughs> Sultans and Sting, cover band of Dire Straits and the Police. <laughs> Sultans and Sting. <laughs> and last but not least... brought to... Oh, go, okay, go. Okay. Last but not least, Big Leavers, the John Hastings stories, the audiobook <laughs> autobiography. Yes. Australia's top-selling audiobook, January 2019. I think um, Forward by Clint Mackay as well. Oh, that's it is too. <laughs> uh, okay. I think we've also we've also got another sponsor. I think it's wave your phone around while talking in a crackling manner. <laughs> oh right, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't forget our merchandise on Redbubble. Check out the hats. Ah, oh, piss off. Oh yeah. More merchandise coming too. There's a bit of sizzle, Ross. Ooh. Oh. I hear the can coolers have moved from design phase into production phase. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. Um, you know, had to get past a few government grants and you know all this other sort of rubbish that you have to go through to get stuff made. So um, I put out a little um, sign on the front lawn at the house here. Uh, waited for any neighbours to complain about stubby holders being made. That come back all clear. So. Uh, we're in production phase now. <laughs> oh, right. Also, that little, really, little really yellow notice. Intricate and complicated design yeah. for the logo, too, Absolutely. which I think held up the design yeah. phase. There's for two six to different colours in our logo, <laughs> so that took a while to get past. <clears throat> okay. Uh, well, first up, it's time for some national team talk. And the first test between Australia and Sri Lanka was a bit of a fizzer. Not surprisingly, unfortunately. Um, We're fucking back, Ross. Let's just get up and about yeah. this. <laughs> let's just, let's be back. honest it's about like it. It's the early 2000s. Early 2000s yeah. all over again. We are back. <laughs> I the am now, That's it. I am now... Um, I'm declaring that this is going to be the new era of Australian cricket. We're going to go 20, 25, 30 test matches yeah. in a row with victory. Now, I didn't watch too much of it, Dave. I didn't watch too much of it. How did uh, Will Pekoski go? I yeah. assume he played well. No, oh, again, don't. What? That, you know when I said we're a divided nation at the start of this podcast? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. What do you mean? He oh. got picked, right? He was pulled up to the squad. His whole family went up there. His friends' family, I think. Everyone who's ever known him went up to watch him up there. <laughs> What's the deal? So, what, did he score a ton or something? No, I think um, 
He must have had bubbly guts or something because he didn't get picked in the place by. <laughs> he didn't get picked? No, he didn't. He put get... it into the squad. No, nah, well, they picked a bloke called Curtis Patterson. But he wasn't even in the fucking squad. No, but his name <laughs> is KP. Oh. So we're searching for our next legend. So we've looked at KP and gone, okay. well, he hasn't got skunk hair, but, <laughs> but he has the same initials. So he might be half a chance. And KP didn't really have a swashbuckling innings, to be fair. He's about 30 or 450. Ross, talk us through it. All oh, right. So good that you blokes are up and about. It's got me up and about. So um, Shalanka <laughs> batted first, and uh, the only score of note was from our mate Dick Weller, the keeper. Oh, uh, penis yeah. <laughs> And um, wickets were shared around, but uh, Pat Cummins, four for 39. The new boy, J-High Richardson, he got three for 26. And Mitchell Stark got his 200th wicket. He knocked overs number... He knocked over number eight and number nine and got right. the two wickets he needed that took him to 200, I think 201. They were 200 and 201. Yep. Yep. So Jeff that Thompson, was uh, 144 all out of 56.4 overs. Shit-ass display, you'd have to say, Ross. It was yeah, pretty poor. Piss poor after winning the toss. Yep. And then Australia batted. Uh, Marcus Harris and Joe Burns opened. New opening combination. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Joe Burns made 15. Usman Kawaja. Usman Kawaja was batting in without eight minutes to go to stumps on day one. And he got out to Pereira, a straight ball that he went back and tried to cut. You might have seen this. The first ball he faced. And so he's got a... uh, Pereira's got a hat-trick against him. The last three balls he's bowled to him, he's got him out. So he got him in Sri Lanka in 2016 in the first innings of the second test. He then got him for a golden blob in the second innings of that test, and then he got him first ball here in Brisbane. You know, I read a stat, Ross, that that was the first time Kawhi has been bowled in, like, two years. Oh, really? Yeah. Since uh, Pereira got him last time. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. That was an awful shot anyway. Has he stopped him stinking it up? his mate with eight minutes to go. Yeah. So uh, it was um, Matthew, no, Matthew, what's his name? Manus. Manus Levin hugging in Travis Head. Matthew, the flying Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> Matty boy. Right, a pair of 80s. Not, not a great dismissal by Levin Hugme, was it? I just chipped it straight to short mid wicket. Just a yes. little, And the, for some reason, old mm. made it short mid wicket, wasn't that close, but he was still wearing a fucking helmet. <laughs> One of the more stranger yes. things he's I've seen also, in cricket. He's also feeling like they're setting him up just for that exact dismissal and he fell for it, hook, yes. line and sinker. Yeah. Just popped yes. straight to him. Yep. I so always that was disappointing the, uh, for him. wearing a helmet at ridiculously short third slip. Yes. That's I love, that's my favourite fielding yep. position. <laughs> helmet on. You have to like be a super fielding robot to be able to catch yeah, a ball yeah. that flies off the edge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they just have no faith in their keeper not to miss a straight one and give up the five runs. So they're like, someone's got to wear this lead while it's <laughs> Someone has to put it on. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Like a fight leg's got it on. <laughs> give me the helmet. Yeah. Deep mid on in the lead. Grabs his hat and helmet off the uh, umpire after he bowls and wanders down the fine leg, puts the helmet on. Oh, great. <laughs> can't, be, can't afford to give away those five penalty runs. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's all right. Happens once it's a year. Can't afford it. All right. Um, so, so then Travis Head made 84 and 
that was disappointing for him that he didn't get to a century either. But, um, you know, he took on a lot of responsibility being vice-captain in his sixth test. Yeah. So that was good. And then um, Curtis Patterson, the debutante, made 30. And um, yeah, that was... Uh, he ran out of partners. Yeah, because uh, Payne and Cummins made ducks. The spoon. So Australia yeah, made the, uh, 323 all out. Can't, still can't break the magical 350 mark. Nah, we'll probably never get a better chance. Yeah. Oh, next test. Yeah. Yeah, next test. Yeah, a <laughs> bit of a road in camera. Um, yeah. RAS Lackmail took five for 75 for Sri Lanka. And then Sri Lanka's second innings was very, very poor. Pat Cummins ripped Dyer. through Took uh, six for 23. And yep. uh, he went at 1.53 runs per over. Nate Lyon chipped in one for 17, Richardson two for 19, all going for less than two and over. And at the top of the order, there was 14 overs, no maiden, none for 57 hmm. uh, for Mitchell Stark, going at an economy of four <laughs> runs and over. Oh, he's bowling well, isn't he? He's going really well. But you're the he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's in all sorts, isn't he, Mitch? Poor body language, yeah. low on confidence. <laughs> poor um, body language. Poor body language. Oh, okay, Shane. That's Ward. it. I'm on the worn train. I'm off. He was right all along. He was right. <laughs> There's 200 wickets in between when he said poor body language <laughs> now. What did you say about two years ago about Mitchell Stark? I said that he's following the, the uh, traject- or career trajectory of Mitchell Johnson. Right. So he's going to be suspended yes. for not doing his homework and then yeah. he's going to come roaring back in a one-day yeah. series. He's, it- he's turned to shit where he now can't bowl it anywhere near on a length at all. Yeah. Um, well, low hope- on confidence. He'll be shit for two years, come back, win an Ashes series off his own back, go over to South Africa, clean him up for spoof, and then come back here and then retire because the pitches are too flat. Yes. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I can't bowl anymore. Fuck this. I'm retiring. Yep. Also, yeah. uh, but the big I think, thing, um, I, the thing I want to know about all of this theory is, does Alyssa Healy know karate? I was about to say <laughs> that. Halfway through, Alyssa Healy's going to kick the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Chris would kick him to the face. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah but uh, it's well, weird, though. If he, follows the, the, if he follows the Mitchell Johnson career tra- trajectory, then he's not going to go on this Ashes. He's not even going to get in the squad for this Ashes. And that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Because Mitchell Johnson yeah. didn't even get in the squad for the 2015 Ashes. No. Yeah, so. He did play in the one-dayers, remember? And he terrorised Jonathan Trott for four one-dayers, and that's why he they did. bought He did. He got back. in the one-dayers afterwards. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's right. I think Stark's just like... Yeah, it is a f- he either looks like he's injured or he's just in a bit of a rut. But I think the best thing they could do for him... He shouldn't have played this test. And I think we talked... To, I don't know whether we talked about it last podcast or we talked about it off-air. But... He should never... Like, this is a perfect opportunity. It would have been a perfect opportunity. Play, they could have blooded someone else. They could have played a Tremaine or a Chad Sayers yeah. or someone, Scott Boland, someone else who's been performing in the Shield and given Stark the time off. Even with Hazelwood injured, they could have done it because the pink ball leans towards the bowler. So even a couple of new bowlers in the side, it wouldn't have been that big of an issue. I think Stark, if you just let him go back to the BBL and try and bowl 150Ks and hit someone in the head and try and get his mojo back. Yeah, right. and the white ball's easier to swing. Yeah. That's how um, Brett Lee and Mitchell Johnson got back into the test team at different stages by just going away and playing a lot of white ball uh, one-day cricket <laughs> at the time and swinging the white ball, getting their confidence back up. I reckon they probably would have rested him if Hazelwood wasn't injured. I don't reckon yeah, they're possibly. Worried about panicking a bit about uh, having some 
experienced fast bowlers in the side. Yeah, but... They only yeah. having one in Cummings. But, to yeah. be honest, though, really, they should have prioritised Stark um, playing in the ODIs. Yeah. The white ball, I reckon, because... <laughs> If you look at the World Cup and the Ashes, he's more likely to be dangerous in the World Cup. Yeah. So I don't know why all three of them got rested from the ODIs. I understand Hazelwood had his back problem. That's fair enough. But I would have said, oh, they had no experienced bowlers in the ODIs. That cost them. It just—it seems there's no balance with the Australian cricket team at the moment. They just—they put all their. It's got to be test, 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 and then they do weird stuff with the test team anyway. So it's not like that's sacrosanct. Um, Feast or famine, Ross. Yeah, and then the ODI team, they just go, oh, we can have three fast bowlers who played ten games between them. That's fine. It's like you're going to get carded. So Siddle shouldn't have played. Stark should have played. I I tend to agree with what Gim's saying. Like you don't want to swap up your bowling around too much, but. Then, with that being said, our best performed bowler of the last three, four years is Nathan Lyon, who still would have been in the side, and he still would have had Pat. Yeah, he still would have Pat Cummings. Pat Cummings is the best fast bowler yeah. for the last and four tests. Yeah. The other side of the team, the batting, they're happy to fuck that up every fucking test. Yeah. So they might as well have just gone. Yeah. You know what? Let's fuck up the bowling one test and see what happens. Yeah. Well, they knew Sri Lanka yeah. were going to be awful too because yeah. they lost at home three 0 to England. They lost in New Zealand, and. They only didn't get demoralised in New Zealand because they batted the whole day. And one of those blokes who batted all day was um, Angelo Matthews. He's out with a knee injury. Mm. So, you know, they're, they're not a strong outfit at the moment, Sri Lanka, and they're away from home. Mm. So there was a chance there. Yeah. Interesting one, um, no, by not playing Will Pukowski, they've as I mentioned with Chad Sayers last year, if he doesn't play for Australia, he basically can't play county cricket. Yeah. So they'd be sensible to give Why him... Why is that, set. Ross? Uh, because part of the visa regulations now in the UK are that you have to be a national team player to play county cricket to get a professional sportsman visa. Right. It's, it's so, the laws of the country. It's not the ECB. Ah. So yeah. now whoever is playing Sheffieldshire cricket can't play county cricket. That's if right. They unless a test match. yeah, unless they've got another passport, <coughs> maybe they've got a right. Dutch passport or something yep. else, or a UK passport. Does it have yeah. to be a test match, Roscoe? Uh, not sure. Yeah. 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 <coughs> They're saying that there might be a way around it because he could get named as a nationally contracted player, so that's uh, effectively okay. you're a national player. Yeah, okay. But um, yeah. county starts in early April and the national contracts don't usually come out to mid-April. So it's yeah. so an interesting point. Chris Rogers had an article. He was talking about that and he's saying possibly, you know, one of the reasons that Australia's batting is not quite as strong is there's not as many opportunities in county cricket. Yeah. Anymore because of that visa mm. regulation thing. When did that change, Ross? Uh, about four or five years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's it ha- like blokes like Mike Hussey would never have been able to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go for the fifteen years that he did play county cricket. Yeah. And Rogers, I suppose. Or and Rogers. Yeah. Passport? Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can I bring it back to Mitchell Stark? Yep. Well, yep. Uh, Go for it. Not? We call that a callback in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> in the industry. <laughs> we call it the biz. Yeah. In the biz. Um, uh, I saw a stat when I was uh, watching the text commentary on Crick Info. Info about Crick. Uh, hopefully, this info about Crick is correct. Yeah. Is that Mitchell Stark, since Sandpaper Gate, is averaging 38 with the ball? Right. That's correct. He's not swinging yep. it a lot. Mm. That's interesting. Because they've only mm. done it once, you know, so 
Mm. Well, I would have thought that that wouldn't have made much of a difference yeah, considering they've only done it once. Yeah, you know? it was the first yeah. and only time yeah, they've right. ever done it. They never it. thought about doing They'll it They'll never before, ever do it again no, as well. Never. Yeah. Why would we? And didn't it? have yeah. Dave Warner during the Ashes all taped up fielding at mid-off either. So, yeah, it's yeah. bizarre. It's bits of pitch in his bloody tape and just scratching yeah. the shit Razor blade. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we all talk about injury and form and stuff. I mean, it's, I'm not sure, look, you know, it could be a coincidence. It's not. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it they is also, interesting that a yeah, like guy that relies that, on a bit of swing. But. Yeah. The, the whole <coughs> ball tampering thing, it was three batsmen who cooked it up. It had nothing to yeah, do with any of the bowlers. No nah, the, bowlers the three fast yeah. bowlers had nothing to do with it. Knew nothing of it. They didn't know. Never yeah. Yeah, said boo about it. Yeah. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, gee, it's swinging early. That's great. I must have done something right, yeah. Or it's not swinging with a new yeah. ball. Suddenly, it's 15 overs old. Wow, it's starting to going Irish, yeah. yeah. Um, so, speaking of the current side and selections and all that, I've noticed yep. a bit on Twitter this morning, while I was on there before we began recording, that a lot of people are starting to name their... Um, I think this should be the Test 11 for the Ashes and all that type of stuff. Oh, yes. Yes, love these ones. Yeah, and um, every single one I've seen this morning has Warner in either opening with Burns or Renshaw and no Marcus Harris. Wow. Really? Who has been our clearly best-performed opener of the last six months and he's only played like two Tests. Three tests. I guess three half centuries in four or five tests just doesn't cut the muscle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, you need to get 20s at shield level, Burns and Renshaw style. Yeah. <laughs> like, wasn't he like the first or second most run scorer against India? Yeah, something like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it would have been, yeah. yeah. Like He's above Sean he's Marsh anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and Mitch. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, Mitch, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch only I think one. he was only behind Cummins. I think Cummins might have been the top scorer in the whole thing. So, <laughs> I think everyone, everyone was a long way behind Cummins, I think. I like how in people want to name their Ashes squad now. Oh, it's, it's fucking the first ridiculous. test of the Ashes on the 1st of August, which is a full six months oh, and three days it's away. It's insane. 1st of August rings a bell for some reason, fellas. Why does 1st of August ring a bell, Nick? Uh, we gonna be I think somewhere. we might be in Thailand. Oh, right, okay. Bit of sizzle, bit of overseas podcasting. (laughs) So, um, interesting that Matt Renshaw has been omitted from the squad for Canberra the next test, and your man, Mick, Marcus Stoinis, has been added to the squad. Well, he fucking played well last night, but anyway, that's that's fucking BBL and it doesn't mean shit because it's fucking test cricket, you're picking it for. I just... Like, um, he, he had, like... He had decent without setting the world on fire, like Shield so far this year. Like he's, and he's, you know, he's been okay, and he's dealing with a few things personally, which looks like he's got, he's kind of worked himself into a good state with that stuff now, due with what happened with his father and that. But I just, yeah. the frustrating thing of this whole fucking situation is, is that they sit there at the start of the fucking year. Justin Langer, the little sawn-off prick, sits there beside Trevor Holmes and Greg fucking Chappell. Here he goes. And says, Here he goes. Give me numbers. Give me tons. Give me fucking statistics. <laughs> and then you just fucking ignore it. Matty Wade. Yes. Matty Wade has tons and he has statistics. And he bats six where you didn't have a fucking number six. And that's where he's fucking batting. And you're like, all right, where's the gloves? Three of those games Tim Payne played. And he doesn't wear the gloves, Trevor Holmes, you fucking clown. So he played as a fucking batsman. And you just... It's just bullshit and it's 
fucking annoying. And so storing a slot, we don't need a bits and pieces fucking all rounder. Pat Cummings and the bowl. What you need to do is you need to fuck off Mitch Stark and get another bloke who knows how to bowl and pick the rest as yeah. batsmen and pick a pick a proper <laughs> fucking side. That's it. Like it's That's just it. it is fucking mind numbing. Do you think that um, yeah? That, look, the selectors are the biggest problem because they they say shit. Why don't they just say either say nothing or if they want to pick blokes on numbers or not on numbers, just don't. And you're going to be inconsistent. That's fine because it's your job and your choice. But don't say, don't make a rod for your back by yeah. saying something if you're going to contradict it later. That's exactly well, that's right. The t- Medsley theory, isn't mm. it? He just says you pick people, and then people ask you why you picked them. You just say because I wanted him in the team, and you just say yeah. nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Because you reckon he'll be good. You don't even need to talk to them. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Medsley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even talk to the players. You're yeah. either picked or you're not. Yeah, that's that's it. Read, Once the, I read the paper, mate. You've had your Thursday night dinner. Read the paper. <laughs> Go get no, on your WhatsApp just... group, but no, because I won't send it on the WhatsApp group. No, no, no they no, kicked no. Dave water out of the WhatsApp group. Um, yeah. Can I just say one thing about the Ashes squads and their timing? Uh, well, not that they've actually put Ashes squads out, but the people wanting to put out squads. Mm, mm, There's still mm. half a fucking Shield season to go. So yes. surely you yeah. can wait for those six games to finish and then pick your squad from that. Yeah, there's four um, rounds of Shield cricket plus the Shield final still to come. Yes. So plus the there's two more weeks of PBL for yeah. someone to hit form. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot about white ball cricket <laughs> translating into Ashes squad uh, but- um Whatever. The thing I don't get with the whole like <laughs> Ashes Squad thing and the whole like everyone's just like Warner's going to walk straight back in because you know rah rah. He wasn't he like I might be remembering this wrong, but wasn't he in pretty average fucking form before he cheated anyway? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he didn't do yeah. great in the Ashes, didn't he? Make that ton in Melbourne. And yeah, that was, that was about it. So and like, then he got dropped on ninety nine. Yeah, so we'd scream out for a bloke making a ton now. <laughs> Oh yeah, but no, but it's but it's this whole idea that like he's so indispensable, we have to pick him again. And it's like, well, like, I don't know. Like, does he walk straight back in? I can understand Steve Smith walking straight back in because he's a former captain and our best fucking bat in the whole country. But does yeah. Warner in a position now with his shitty personality and just his shitty demeanor and just being shitty to be able to just walk straight back in? Because he doesn't really necessarily have well, these unbelievable numbers behind him in the last few times he's played. I'll tell you one thing, Mick. Mm. Yep. Um, if the other opening position, aside from Marcus Harris, wasn't a fucking revolving door right now, then yeah. I would say no, he doesn't walk in. So if Finch got a couple of hundreds and Harris turned some of his starts into hundreds, then you could probably sit there and go, well, now you can force Warner to, to win his way back into yeah, the side. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, mm. But given yeah. that, you know, the, the guys haven't really done much at the top And also, uh, I know he's an opener, but he's a better bat than Marnus, Curtis Patterson. Yeah, well, that's true. He's in the top six bats in the country. Yeah. yeah. Head. Yeah. 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 He just head, loose his head outside off stump, just quietly. Yeah. I know we're probably not talking about Travis Head, but have you ever seen a man that loose outside off stump? Yeah, it's he's like Dave Warner. Damien Martin with half the talent. It's just um, <laughs> strange. Foot goes down the middle of the pitch. And he just swings at everything outside off the <laughs> Doesn't know how to leave a ball. It's, it's got me fucked. It's like watching a 15-year-old who's in net. Oh, yes, like Tippy. Also, he's on 70 No, indoor cricket. You're not, if you don't hit the ball, three, or you don't run, you're out after three balls. Yeah, you're fucked. So he's on 70 from about 150, 200 balls, and he's still, like, checking balls on the inside edge of his 
bat yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. balls cutting into his thigh. But I was like, mate, you're on fucking 70. You face 200 you've got, you've balls. These your, should just be singles. Yeah, you got your cow and ton up. In fact, there were a couple That's of it. daddy cowans, which was impressive. Yes. Were daddy cowan, he and Minus. I think they're the first two daddy cowans of this summer. So that was impressive. Yeah, no, they're not impressed. They didn't actually make good. 100. Travis said it's um, just um, giving park cricketers around the country just see it's not that easy, fellas. Like everyone bats like this. Yeah, mm. he does no. hit the ball fucking hard when he hits it. But the difference it was on Twitter. Um, it said in the partnership was that Labu Shane looks at the field and then hits the ball in the gaps, and Head <laughs> uh, looks at the ball then hits it to the field or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they both batted pretty well, but the, the it just shows the dire state that Australian cricket is in at the moment that blokes are getting clapped off the ground for making 75. You'd, you'd spit on blokes back in the day for that. 75. 80, they both uh, made 80 odd. Yeah. yeah. But well, I take still, your point. You shouldn't clap that. How did you like the selections of two vice captains? After we oh, jettisoned yeah, the first two. two. You need a leadership group AFL style, is what you need. Yeah. yeah. Is so Bryce I Gibbs thought the uh, leadership group there, Ross? <laughs> well, I had. I had some, I had um, AFL style leadership group and I had the leadership group and then I had a second group called the Emerging Leaders. <laughs> yes, standard practice. Leaders. So I went a little bit different. I said that we had um, the leadership group was Tim Payne, captain, and yeah, then yeah. because we've got Usman Kawaja in there as a state captain, he's the VC. And yep. then the most experienced player, well, he's got to be in there somewhere. So I went for a deputy vice captain in Nathan Lyon because he's played 80 yep, yep. tests. Yeah. And he so sings then, the team song, so he's got to be in the Yeah, that's group. it. And then you have then, of course, so it's a bit like you might have, you've got your, um, you've got your, bat, your batting captain, which is Kawaja. You've got your bowling captain, Nathan Lyon. And then you've got your mm. wicket-keeping slash fielding captain in Tim Payne. Yeah. So they've got all, all three facets covered there. Like NFL, special teams, yeah. Yeah. offensive coordinator, yeah. defender. Yeah. That's it, yeah. And so that was my leadership group. Then I had my second group, which is the emerging leaders. And yeah. so I put in there, obviously, Pat Cummins. He, you know, we've seen that he's, his leadership is emerging. I think it's coming out yes. of his ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> certainly emerging. Little turtle head popping out. <laughs> A little prairie dog. <laughs> Meerkat just sticking its head up, emerging. That's it. Having a look. <laughs> Another emerging leader in the team, obviously, is um, Jai Richardson in his first test hasn't played? Oh, has but, to you be. Know. Has to be. And yeah, and Manus as well because if you're going to do a press conference the day before a game, you've got to be an emerging leader. So that's right. I put them in so there. Australia's gone. Australia's gone more for the leadership pyramid, haven't they? They've gone. Yeah, one they captain, have. And well, vice, you see, to support those vice. three at the top, um, I've decided we need a base, a big strong base of four. So I put Travis Head in there as yep. well because he captains his state. Yeah. So there's our four emerging leaders propping up our leadership team of three. So that's seven out of the 11 in there. And then we've got the unleadables of the rest. <laughs> Paris the unleadables. Patterson. Yeah, and Stark. Stark, useless. He's below the unleadables. So, yeah. Stark he's couldn't on a, lead himself to order at the moment. Yeah, he's, on a, he's on a rung all by himself. Negative one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's Definitely. how the team should structure up, I think. And I definitely will see that happen. They'll get um, Ray McLean from leading teams in, and he'll fix yep. that up for Canberra, I believe. Yeah, that's the world. Well, we can show him how to do leading teams. We've done Yeah, we're pretty good now. at it yeah. as an yeah. organisation. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll put a big org chart up on the wall. And next to their elite honesty, they'll have an org chart, a oh, leadership yeah. org chart yeah, for the team. Elite org chart. Elite, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
so that's that's good uh any other national team oh no sorry i, I did i did know why will pekoski went up there to, to brisbane just because so he could wear that orange vest yeah and i did watch a little bit of the too. coverage yeah, he did look good in it with his hair he looked quite quite fetching uh he was spending he spent about 20 minutes having Justin Langer talk to him <laughs> on the balcony, team balcony. So God, did he jump off the balcony? Yeah, fuck <laughs> no. He looked a little bit... He looked, he like, looked like he wanted to get away. Bit, uh, he was looking up yeah. to see if anyone wanted water or new bat gloves or bats or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine Langer is staring yeah. at you with those fucking intense eyes for 20 minutes. close to kids. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right next to him, almost a, on him. He'd be a personal space invader, yeah. I reckon, Langer. Yeah. Way yeah. too close. Uh, real personal space invader. And then most most of what he was saying, he said, and then I said to Hados, you've got to do this. <laughs> and then yeah. I said to Hados. hugged me. Yeah. And then Hados Jesus, hugged me. a good bloke, Hados. Touched my helmet onto my head. And then I made yeah. 250 <laughs> at the MCG. Yeah, against that was a good innings. I was there that day. Yeah, no, that was good. Made 200 against New Zealand at Adelaide Oval too. Justin Langer brought up with a six. There you go. The original uh, mm. cow and ton, or the original daddy hundred. Mm. Two hundreds. Two of them, one after Ooh. another. Okay. Uh, any more r- 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 thoughts from the <laughs> first test? Do you mean to Shrinker? say remunerations or whatever? Yeah, or... something. Yeah. Remunerations. Did you get paid yeah. for watching it? No. Yeah, I got paid. Got paid big time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was nice to uh, win. That's my thought about that test. Yeah, true. They go to Canberra for yeah. the one and only test ever to be played in Canberra. I assume. One and, and only at... ever, you reckon? Yeah, because I looked at the futures. I know you guys would have looked at it too. The Future Tours <laughs> program. And oh, for the yeah. next oh, three seasons, we're only playing five tests. I've got the Future Tours program laminated in my shower so I can read it <laughs> when I jump in. I've got it tattooed on my forearm. Like and, a um, cross. <laughs> I can't think who's coming next year, someone, but India are back. Not Probably the summer India, coming yeah. up, the next summer. They're back in <laughs> a couple of years. India's, in, uh, Fuck, I love it, India's the new mm. West Indies come back every summer. Yeah, yeah. Good. I've got a well, quick I look little... forward to seeing videos of Coley in the nets. That's what. I'm... Oh yeah! <laughs> Jeez, look, listen to the sound of the he bat. He just hits it differently yeah, than everyone yeah. else, even though he's using the same type yeah. of bat as everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about Justin Langer, I've got a Langer story from a long article I read about Ooh, him. Do it. Uh, he apparently one of the team meetings after a day's play in one of the tests against India, he came into the team meeting room with two ice packs on his <coughs> eyes, and he said, "Who am I?" To all the players, "Come on, who am I? Who am I?" And all the players going, "Ah, oh, don't know, don't know." And he said, "I'm pu- no, I'm Pujara, because I've got such sore eyes from looking so closely and for so long at the ball." Ah. I thought you were going to say he's Ben Cousins because he's ice to the eyeballs. <laughs> oh, God. That is a fucking shit story. It's um, weird. Yeah. Why? It reminds me of the, um, I'll just tell it quickly, the Danny Frawley one. Have you ever heard that one? Yeah. So he just walks into some speech doing a fucking, with his players when he was coaching Richmond. Yeah. And he's got like a football pump above his head. He's like, what am I? And like everyone's going, I don't know. He's like, I'm under the pump, sort of thing. I was like, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> and it sounds as dumb as what Lana did. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm Pujara. I've got sore eyes from looking so closely at the ball. Fuck off, Lagging, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Coach the team properly. Teach them how to bat. Don't fucking sit there with prop comedy, you fucking moron. <laughs> what are you doing, Mum? Jesus. 
That's that's fucking just condescending. Dire. They're, oh. they're, they're professional cricketers. Yeah. It's like me walking into a team meeting as fucking manager and thinking, <laughs> look at this, oh, I've got sore eyes because I'm looking at my spreadsheet so hard. What a wanker. Fuck I'm off. Jesus. Oh. I'd be actually angry. Yeah. I'd get in an argument with Lager if he did that. Punch him in the eye so he needs the ice pack over no, him. No, I don't want a crescent kick to the back of the head, mate. No, I'm going to put it in. Like martial arts, mate. Yeah. Seventh yeah, I, or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, brown belt, <laughs> two black notches. <laughs> black tip, brown belt. Uh, karate. I reckon he doesn't say karate. He says karate. Oh, you've got to oh, say it properly. Karate. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for telling that story, Ross. That was good. I got a bit off my chest. <laughs> next time, he'll like... be fucking walking in with his bloody dojo outfit on next time. <laughs> doing his carter. <laughs> Catching flies and say, doing me sh- fucking tenth dan Carter. Why am I doing this? Why Pajera's fucking good at watching the ball or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> fucking hell. You come in dressed in his karate gear, like doing air chop. He goes, "What am I? I'm cutting wow. down the opposition. That's what I am." <laughs> uh, Under yeah, the mate. pump. That's fucking dumb too. Dumb. Jesus <laughs> Christ. My eyes yeah. are sore from staring at Will Pukowski for fucking minutes <laughs> talking to him, not blinking. My eyes are sore because I couldn't get enough oxygen because me and Wolf Pekoski were breathing in the same air. <laughs> That's how close I was. <laughs> Mate, he was that close to Wolf Pekoski. I think he filed for sexual harassment afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> that close he was almost Tasmanian. They almost got conjoined. <laughs> The um, Langer would come in in his karate outfit and insisted all the players call him Sensei. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes, Sensei. Grandmaster. Master. <laughs> 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 uh, final word on that test in Brisbane. The match referee, Alex, was Javagal Srinas, the former Indian uh, fast bowler. Left armour, wouldn't he? Oh, Javagal. I'm thinking his right arm. Zahi Khan was bowling cheeky outs with the left arm, I think. But Javagal had a really good moustache. He had one of the best moustaches, yes. It was a Kapil Dev style number. Really yeah, good. it was. Yeah. Any issues with the carbon copies, Ross? Did we hear uh, no, I think they all shook hands, and uh, there's two debutants, so I think there's a lot of ink. You know, they've got to write debut oh, next busy. to that player. So used a bit so of I wanted ink, to yeah. double check the uh, spelling of Johai Richardson's no, name. No, double yes. check the signatures. Does it actually match up on yeah. their uh, yeah, birth certificate? Yeah, t- well, they had to go to a birth certificate for Curtis Patterson and Joe Richardson to check they had signed correctly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, yeah. neither their of them have tax file numbers on here, so mm-hmm. you don't really know. Don't yeah. have tax yeah. file numbers. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're not old enough to have tax file numbers. Oh, brilliant. Uh, well, we leave that and we go over to the BBL now. And there's been a bit happening in the BBL of late. Good little bit still of fix. Yeah, still going. Uh, good little bit of fixturing to have a game on last month. They must have been able to predict that this would be a three-day test in Brisbane. <laughs> so that was good. A An unusual game for um, the Melbourne Stars versus the Brisbane Heat. Stars only made 134, but they managed to keep the Brisbane Heat to 8 for 129. Didn't even lose all their wickets. Yeah, so Matt Renshaw was the top scorer, 43, 45 or 43. Well, so there you go, it could be a role for him game, in um, T20 cricket. Yeah. And it was the all-round game of Marcus Stoinis that came to the fore. He made 43 at the top of the innings for the Stars and then took four for 21. 
bowling. So he's won, I think, four man of the matches out of seven games. Right. Yeah, it is. That's it's correct. He has won four. Has anyone has anyone really been interested in the Big Bash this year? It's sort of just uh, on. Yeah, yeah, not as yeah, not yeah, as much as they've been in the past. Um, yeah. I wouldn't know who's on top of the ladder, who's on the yeah. bottom. I couldn't tell you anything about it. You know, you, you know, a couple of good wins, like when Hobart chased two hundred or whatever yeah. it was. But yeah, aside that was from good. that, I can't really tell you much about what's happened. I know more about the WBBL, what's happened with those two semis and things. But yeah. it's just there, and like it's been going for two months. It feels like. Yeah, it's a it's funny one. It, it doesn't feel to me like it's been going for too long. But it's been more background than before. Yeah. And maybe that's because is it, because it is going slum? longer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Is it because just the fact that there's not as many big names in the side, I you think, reckon, Ross? Yeah, I think there's a bit of that. Um, I think that the BBL looked to address that. There was an interview with Kevin Roberts, the CEO of Cricket Australia, the other day, and he said they're going to look to increase the salary cap because a lot of a number of players who'd previously played in the BBL have gone to the Bangladeshi Premier League yeah. uh, this year, which is on started in mid-Jan, I think. So overlaps with half of the tournament. Yeah. That's interesting because B- BPL have a have a history of not paying, yeah. so they're yeah. brave or, or things have got better, one or the other. Uh, Do you know what uh, one, so that's a bit of a problem. One mm. thing I think this year um, with the BBL is... is and this is a small thing, it might just be me, but now that... Because I watch everything on Foxtel. So now that Foxtel have the rights to the test and to the BBL, the coverage just all feels the same. Mm. Uh, yep. So if you've watched, like, a full day of test cricket and then the BBL comes on, it just feels like you just still... It feels like the same thing. It just... It doesn't it's feel... the same. Yeah, where, like, when it was on... One was on 9 and one was on 10. They had their own graphics packages. They had, like... It felt like two different games. They had their own commentators and all this stuff, and it just felt separate. Where now, yeah. like, the tests and the BBL don't feel separate. So it doesn't... It just feels like it's like, oh, yeah, this is something else that's happening that Foxtel are covering. It doesn't feel like it's a separate yep. event. So... Yep. Yeah, and that's the same on free to air because it's all on seven. You yeah. do get that same yeah. feeling that it's just I feel, more rolling um, through. I don't know if this makes any difference or not, but I, I think in the past a lot of the talk on you know Twitter or whatever has been around BBL. I feel like at the moment um, there's a, a lot of negativity around it, whether it's the fielding or the scores or yeah. um, the pitches or the grounds or whatever. Everything you read has got that tinge of negativity. So I don't know if that makes it feel like it's gone forever and no I blame Dick Jones for that he started yeah. the negativity rough. it was right though I think yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. correct but it's even like, like um, the other night like when after Marsha got dropped from the test side he made 96 red for the scorchers and all mm, the twitters yeah. like oh, yeah he made 96 red and got dropped twice and it's like yeah but like everyone dropped on like, zero yeah, that was very like, funny everyone in the BBL gets fucking dropped like it happens all the time yeah. like, he's <laughs> the field, yeah, but the, the field's field horrible shit. it happens all the time yeah but yeah. they but it's, you feel a bit unlucky if you didn't get yeah. dropped but they like it's just like they pick because <laughs> like Marsh is one of the people they love to kick in the nuts <laughs> and we love to kick him in the nuts too because yeah. it's fun but um, in Red Bull, but they went out of their way to point out that he got dropped twice and it's like well that's just what you're talking about Bull there's no matter, that's a positive thing. He made 96 not out, one of the highest scores yeah. of the year. And they slant it negative by saying, yeah, buddy, did this. And it's like... Also, what's what's Smash meant to do when the boat drops him? Just walk off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Oh, well, you had a good... You got a hand to it and you tried hard, off. mate. I'll see you yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, also... smash in the face and then stitches, I'll walk off, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> has also been said, Kevin Roberts said that... Bubble. That the bubbles. With the um, bubbles. Bubbles, yeah. The gilded bubbles. With Kevin the, uh, Roberts loves stitches. bubbles. Go on. Uh, with the pitches, so that the the scoring hasn't been as high because the pitches haven't been batsman friendly, which is a fair point. After that, there was a game in Perth where where Sean Marsh made that 96. They made about 170 or something, 180 maybe, and then um, Sydney Thunder chased it down. Callum Ferguson a made 100 of 50 balls, and so it was. Was saying, and there was a one of the Dutch cricketers, it might have been Peter Boren, maybe someone else, Dutch international, said, Oh, this is a great game of BBL because the pitch was for batsmen. That's what T20 should be all about, just batting pitches. Yeah. And it's a fair point, yeah. But the thing yeah, is, like, so. but when it used to be like that, I remember, like, oh, you know, BBL's too uh, T20's too slow to batsmen, the, the bowlers have to have a fair fucking shake as well. And you give them a fair shake, and everyone's like, This is shit. Oh, it's like, well, mate, your fucking yeah, mind up, cunts. Yeah. It's like everyone who watches yeah. baseball, we don't want steroids, or oh, they don't hit as many home runs, yeah, because they're not on steroids, you fucking idiot. T20 <laughs> should just be a batsman's game and the bowlers should be fodder. If you're good enough to take a wicket, well done. It's not just, test cricket. They should just set up one of those automatic bowling machines. That's it? Yeah. One end, only bat from one Bang. end. Yeah, just watch the ball Set down the cheeky half volleys outside off. That's it. Yeah, like they have in the Major League Baseball, they also have the home run derby. Just have, like, you get 20 balls and whoever hits the most sixes wins. Off the bowling machine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea, Mick. I, I happened to flick on the tennis yesterday afternoon. And they're doing fastest serve. <laughs> so oh, maybe nice. that would have got you going, Ross. Yeah. So before the BBL final, we'll just have a bowling machine on half volley and see who can hit the longest six. <laughs> Don't worry about it before the final. Just do it as a new sport. Hundred. <laughs> Just get the bowling machine out for 20 balls and fucking go to town. <laughs> I love it how you think there's like a setting on a bowling machine for half volley. You set it on half volley. Yeah. Push yeah. There isn't? Volley. What? What's the point of these things? Well, uh, you can just get Jade Herrick to bowl. And <laughs> 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 watch them go flying into the fucking stands. Uh, I think famously oh, there were two out of retirement just to bowl at random <laughs> offer him new tattoos as payment <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a Donatello <laughs> you don't have the full set yet that's a spare space on his upper thigh that he needs covered that's yeah. it. Uh, spare space on his fucking bald nut <laughs> speaking of old socks Harry he's also got some spare space on his head I think too <laughs> yeah, you get flames done on his head like Bam Bam Bigelow, the old WWF wrestler. That's it, yeah. bloody hell. Speaking of Jade Herrick, flames before we keep going, but just this is a little insert. Um, he's playing park cricket and he took eight for yesterday. Oh, Who's he playing for? Do you know? Uh, I've got it on my phone. Who is he playing for? I had it saved on here. Let's have a look. The, um, Just tell us what you uh, Famously, during the week, there was uh, two games where the big run chases were successfully made. Uh, the Sydney Sixers chased down a total by the Brisbane Heat. And yep. um, I said they could never do it because they're playing four batsmen. And I said the Sydney Thunder could never do it because they were playing four batsmen. But uh, they proved me wrong. And the <laughs> person that Im- impressed me the most, Cal Ferguson's century is obviously very impressive, but the person who impressed me the most out of the um, uh, the BBL just the other day was the new keeper that Sydney Thunder drafted in. I think his name was Jilks. Yeah. See, third ball of the match, he dropped Sean Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good one. On on Nort, and then he 
he was listed to come in at nine. I was like, geez, that's a bit stiff. But anyway, um, what happened was that he actually came in at, uh, he opened and had a chance to redeem himself. And that he did. He made M. Jilks, is his name. Yeah, he's a keeper. He opened with Shane Watson. He made 51 of 38 balls, four fours and three sixes. Got them off to the flyer before Ferguson came in and made 113. So that was an amazing scorecard. You had Watson made eight. Jilks, 31. Ferguson, 113. Then Devich, Sams made one and one. And the Chris Green, zero, not out. And that's it. They won. So oh, it mean, shows you can get away with... Um, Playing four batsmen mm. if you only lose yeah. if one of them makes a century and one makes. I a think yeah, um, that's a good point. I think the problem with Jilks is his name isn't Jukes, so he doesn't say Jobson. Ah, <laughs> yeah, pretty good, Mick. Boom, boom, pretty good. That's good, Mick. <laughs> uh, in our Jade Herrick follow-up, he's playing for the Somerville Cricket Club. Oh, uh, so the Somerville Summers. Mm-hmm. Always hated those pricks. Uh, we all. I think yeah. they're the Somerville Colts. I think they're the, the I think they're the sum of all oh. overrated Essendon backup Ruckman. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. He was awful. She went down the rabbit hole there. <laughs> but hold on. Yeah. Um, one one player who's um, confusing me, uh, Chris Lynn, and his uh, his commentary the other night was very insightful. He's saying he got out cheaply because he's trying to dominate Sean Abbott. He seems to um, not really have clicked on the importance of consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brisbane Heat, uh, three wins and six losses. He made a duck last night, for example, chasing a modest total. I uh, didn't see it, but um, you can't just keep, you know, wanting to dominate and go out cheaply. He's too good a batsman away, for that. Yeah. yeah. It'd be better it'd make him middling. And he was early in the su- summer making, like, you know, runnable 20s. Well, that'd be more, that would have won the game last night. Yeah. Uh, and gets away, you can get away with a bit in tournament play too where you've got 14 home and away games to finish in the top four out of eight, same as the IPL. Uh, so you can get away with a few failures, but you can't get away with that in, in World Cups where you've got a group of you know, four or something in a World yeah. T20. And yeah. you've, got a, you've only got three games and you've got to win at least two of them to get out of the group. And the all three of them want to finish me, on top. Yeah. The thing that surprised me the most with Lynn is like when he's on commentary, for someone who's perceived dumb. nationwide as being dumb as a fucking post. Dumb. He's actually quite good yeah, on commentary. He he's actually has yeah. he has he has a very he's very T twenty cricket smart. Like he Yes. He watches and he can he tells you why things are happening and he explains it really well. Because when he's named captain I'm like how the hell is this bike getting captain aside? And then you listen to him on commentary and you can see what it is and obviously they've seen that in team meetings and that. And he this aspect of cricket he has town pat apart from obviously he's playing like a spastic at the moment but like he's yeah. he's in, he's very insightful he's thinking, when yeah. he's on commentary mm. he's actually been one of the probably better finds for them on commentary this year i reckon yep yeah. i'd agree with that a bit like uh yeah and i wouldn't Andrew have a Simons. yeah we talked a bit yeah. i wouldn't have an issue with as long as he's, he can field which he seems to be able to now if he was australia's t20 captain and we had a T20 mm. team that was pretty much, you know, specialists like him. Yeah. Dan Christian, perhaps I know Dan Christian getting a little bit older, but um, yeah, something like that. But I reckon T20 is one of those sports you can probably play a little bit older because you, like Dan Christian, what's he bowling? Mm. 120 Ks before overs, like. Yeah. And he's yeah. still obviously still got his power and his batting because he's still smoking sixes and stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's the way to go. I know we've, you know, we've had sort of separate 
slightly more separate T20 teams in the past. We won that tournament against England and New Zealand last year. Yep. <laughs> so around us. maybe it's time to keep going down that path. And there might be one or two players who cross over into the 50-over team, but then I wouldn't yeah. think there'd be many players who are playing Test cricket and T20 for Australia. No. Yeah. Okay, run, top run scorers at the moment. Uh, 10 innings to Darcy Short. He's got 473. And 10 innings to Matty Wade. He's got 387. So the two openers for um, Hobart, doing it well. And then Cal Ferguson's got 341. And the top wicket takers, Kane Richardson, Sean Abbott and James Faulkner. 18 to Richardson, 16 to Abbott and Faulkner. So interesting one. That game, it was probably the best game I've seen of the BBL. The Hurricanes, um, when they beat Perth, it was a little while ago now, uh, James Faulkner was batting like a um, like someone who couldn't get the ball a to the boundary fence. Yeah. 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 Scratching around like a chook getting singles and you know Batting missing like the missing the ball. Handle was another bad doodle. That's yeah. what it's like. They needed um, twenty runs or so off two overs and he got four or five off the Nathan called a Nile over, missed the ball twice, ran a bye at one stage. And then um, the the great finisher Andrew Ty came on. And he went six four six, and he hit the runs needed with three balls to spare. Vintage Faulkner, yep. the finisher. The, uh, Andrew Ty's bowling was awful. He bowled one down the Harry leg side, socks, first ball that um, Faulkner just flipped over, uh, deep backward square leg for six, and then no he just bowled, there. yeah, just yeah, half Rubbish. hit me half volleys, which Dross. he pounded for four and six. So. I think um, old mate AJ Ty has disappeared up the uh, Clint Mackay route and he's gone those yep. six slower balls and over. And guess what? Doesn't work, as as proved by Mackay and Especially when you're bowling to Faulkner, who's seen more slower balls yeah, than the yeah. other man. He bowls them. He knew what was coming. Yeah. Oh, guess what? It's going to be a slower ball. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. So that, I think, is... Um, Wrap of the BBL. There's a weird one. There's a game tomorrow. Tomorrow there's a, an afternoon game at 4pm. No idea why. Yeah, that is weird. That's yeah. weird. Yeah, that they had weird. the other one in Maui the other day at 3 o'clock, didn't they? Yeah, that made sense. I assume Maui has no, no lights, lights or yeah. yeah, but why that wouldn't be on a weekend, don't play then, there. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We'll just don't fucking play. Exactly there. right, Bulls. Why the fuck play in Maui? Next week isn't. Mm. Yeah, well, so... I get your point, Alex. Yeah. yeah, a Tuesday 4 p.m. start. Don't know what that's about. Anyway, but school's back. Yeah. Well, yeah, school won't start till Wednesday. But anyway, but why would you do that today? Oh, sorry, Ross. Like, oh, it's a public holiday in Australia today. Yeah, they thought the test would be on. I assume there is a BBL match tonight at nine o'clock out of Perth. Uh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah, stay up for that one. Finish at midnight. Watching that. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, still plenty of games to go in the BBL. Yeah, uh, no, you're, you're I did joking. find it interesting Some that other uh, Chris Ling come out and cricket. Sorry, you go. Yep, you go, mate. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Cricket Australia are going to consider changes to the BBL and domestic one-day schedule. So you can see that. Yeah, Ben Breddick, Cricket Info. Yep. So uh, considering a shift from the away from the early season carnival for the. Someone likes the carnival for the. Yeah, <laughs> one day is, and and then the um, BBL might not start until um, 
Boxing Day. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, What's the reasoning behind that? Uh, it's, uh, the the pre Christmas is challenging for attracting supporters. Okay. Public pressure. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, common complaints by BBL teams and stadium associations is that um, it's hard to get crowds to pre-Christmas games. Might let you get a shield, so, might might let you get a shield game in between or... a couple of tests too. Yeah, and that would let the shield season run a bit later. Yeah. Um, and I think the players uh, with the tournament format of the one day, some like it and some don't. And when they, if they go back to a shield and a one day, you know, one after another, it'll have its pros and cons. It's yeah. not going to be the panacea. I like all these people going, oh... There was Greg Baum said that they should continue the Shield th- season through the BBL. No, that's, that's stupid. Like, yeah, it's the dumbest thing. Where are you going to get these players from? Yeah. Where are you going to get yeah. you know You're a another, fuck double Greg. the number of players from? Yeah. No, also, you just play for Victoria for a day and then you walk down the road and play for the Renegades at <laughs> night. At Pretty night, yeah. yeah. Also, if I read another scheduling person talk about scheduling and how there should be Shield matches, I want people to go back and look that there weren't Shield matches played in January in 2000 they played all the one days in a block then mm. not all of them but most mm. of them then and so it's a load of rubbish also if you're going to Wake say up. oh they should change the schedule well how about you draw up a six month schedule of cricket and then you can start ta- talking about what it looks like put, the, put your because, buddy where your mouth is yeah Ross, exactly because i'm sick of hearing this shit about oh the schedule the schedule no nah. it's because we've got rubbish cricketers at the minute nah. that's the main problem yeah. so ross yeah. In yes. 2000, when they played the block of one days in January, was that because of like school holidays and stuff and people used no, to go no. away and all the state cricketers couldn't commit for two days of cricket or four days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got weddings on, got to go down to the beach. I'm down rye, sorry, fellas. No, I think I'm on holiday. I only played yeah. first week. I think it was because um, that's when the Carlton United one day series was on. So they wanted the state players playing. One day, fifty over oh, cricket yes. at the same oh, okay. time. So if they need to call up some. That's a stupid question. Yeah. That's fine. No, oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. I think the reality yeah. is, is there's no perfect schedule, so you just got to work out something that works yeah. and try and use yeah. that. Yeah. Suck it and, and see it, they say. Yeah, and that's it. Seems because with the three formats previously, when we had two formats, it was pretty easy, you know, to schedule things. And they've had this issue in England for many years because they've had different tournaments they wanted to play for historical reasons, and they've got three formats now, obviously mm. just like us. Don't forget so, the hundred. Know, have a look at. Oh, then they're going to. Yeah, well, they're making their, their own. They're difficult for themselves, but um, yeah. you should have a look at what England are doing. You know, they've they've tried. They tried at one stage to have a T20 game every Sunday for the whole season, basically, and then yeah. because they had all the same teams, they tried that didn't work. They went back to having the window. <laughs> You know, so, you know, have a look at what other countries do. I know India um, have their domestic stuff all in um, sort of blocks, but it's all together. It's not split by something else. Mm. So they'll have all their ODIs at one time, all their red ball at some time else, and then obviously IPL at the end of their season. So, yeah, West Indies do similar. They have all their 50 over cricket uh, at one time at a tournament. Powerhouse. So, So, you know, there's, there's options from around the world to look at. Yep, and steal them, just like we did with New Zealand musicians and call them Australians. <laughs> do the same thing with their cricket yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Do the yeah. uh, Indian team have this sort of, when they're not playing well in tests, is it a complaint that there's no four-day cricket? I think they just saw oh, So what, what they tend to do, according to this article I read by Akash Chopra, is they look at the international schedule, and if India's playing, say, tests at this time... 
well then that's when yeah. they'll have the four day Rangy first trophy. class yeah. yeah Ranji trophy will be on you know preceding that and during that and then if right. India is going on a bit of a one day maybe have a block of one day matches somewhere then they'll play the 50 over tournament domestic tournament before that leading into it sort of thing so they don't play yeah. their one days in October and then the ODIs starting in January like Australia's do it's yeah that's it yeah, yeah. no Curious. wonder India is so hey. shit mm. fucking hell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 fuck them yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah. So um, there'll be there'll be players annoyed if it goes back to the um, fifty over tournament running through the season, but um, why not give it a go? It's not going to be cure all, but yeah, yeah. Right. A good, uh, good strong w- hour, fellas. Yeah, WBBL. So I watched a bit of the final. The Sydney Sixers took on the Brisbane Heat, and the Brisbane Heat had a few nerves in the chase, but they. They got there in the end, and they won comfortably. So, well done, Brisbane Heat. Sydney Sixers, I think we're going for three in a row. Mm. So, it was a good effort. Yep. I did see um, Healy's dismissal. It looked like a pretty decent nut. can't remember who bowled it, but it was a good ball. Swinging yes. towards leg, takes the top of Ofkin. You would have been proud as a leg spinner. Nice. Yeah. The uh, Adelise Perry got player of the tournament. And no surprises there. Mm. She made 700 yeah. runs or something. So yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Phenomenal. She probably took a Achievement. handful of wickets too, you'd imagine. Average yes. of 80 or yeah. something. It's ridiculous yeah. like that. Yeah. That's Unbelievable. Yeah. She has more right and to be so... in the test squad than Stoinis. Yes. yes. Yep, good point. Yeah. Yep. The um, player of the match was Beth Mooney for Brisbane Heat. She made 65 off 46 to get the run chase off to a flyer. Steer at home. Nice one. Mm. That's good. All right, so um, we move now from WBBL to a bit of international cricket. Oh, this is what I was looking forward to. Yeah, All right, so should we start with the big one? Yeah, we should. Yes, go on. Yes. Right. Stick us off with the big one. West Indies versus England. Yep. First test at Bridgetown in Barbados. Okay, let's go through the scorecard here. So the West Indies batted first, and uh, there's. Some decent scores there. A couple of 40s to the opener. Our man Craig Brathwaite made a 40 at the top. Shea Hope, 57. Roston Chase made 54. And Hetmeyer, uh, Shimron Hetmeyer. Sounds like a character out of um, Red Dwarf. He made 81. Sounds like a pharmaceutical company is what it sounds like. <laughs> Shimron Hetmeyer, yeah, yeah. Where'd you get them? Oh, from Hetmeyer? Yeah. Yeah. Hetmeyer and Hetmeyer. <laughs> um, um, uh, Jim Anderson, our man. Five for 46. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Jim. Yeah. And bad boy Ben Stokes, he took four for 59. And uh, this, to me, had uh, the 289 all out the West Indies, which was poor after they'd been um, three for 170. Anyway, uh, it, you know how they write articles at the end of each day's play? And yeah. some journos read a lot into 90 out of the full 450 overs, don't they? We saw <laughs> yep. that after Boxing Day, where that was the worst pitch Australia had ever, you know, seen in is. anyone's lifetime, and it should be dug up, you know, that night and all that sort of stuff. And then it turned out that the test, you know, came to its conclusion five. on day four yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, or early day five, you know. And then it, it was quickly forgotten. Those articles from three days ago were, you know, thrown in the bin. So after day one, I read a quite a, uh, what's the right word, an article praising James Anderson. Oh, right. in, in no um, uncertain terms about how great he was. 
And there he was taking five for 46 and just gets better. Like a bottle of red wine, he gets better with age. Just yep. gets better and better. Yep. And so that, that was interesting because when we get to the conclusion of the test, we go back and refer to that article from day one. Mm-hmm. So England batted cool. on day two and they made 77. 770? 777. Yeah. <laughs> 77. Jeez, a couple of funny wickets. Like, lots of chop-ons, including one... I forget who went out, but it went it bounced off their back elbow mm. onto the stumps. Yeah, that Kimar Roach has gone Ricky Ponting style, hasn't he? He's taken yeah. it right back. Yes, he has. Five he for seventeen. He Ricky Ponting's. Uh, he did. Rut. He did actually. You're right. So Kimar Roach, eleven overs, seven maidens, five for seventeen. <laughs> oh, and he got uh, yeah, he got the, these five were the top seven. If you know what I mean. Yeah. You got five yep, of the top yep. seven. Yep, yep. And, How many uh, overs did England last, Ross? England lasted thirty point two overs. Oh and they were six for forty eight. No, seven for forty nine they were. Seven for forty nine. <laughs> so they sort of did well to get to seventy seven. So there were ten extras. Yeah, there were ten <laughs> extras in there. Yeah. The tail did wag because numbers 9 and 10, Sam Curran and Adil Rashid made 14 and 12. <laughs> Jesus. The middle order, numbers 4 through to 7, was it's 4 through to 8, was 40402. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like a mobile phone number. <laughs> so, Ross, mm. the pitch obviously turned to shit. So, uh, how did yeah, uh, West Indies go in there? Second? Yeah, well, that's right. So... There were uh, eight wickets fell on the first day, I think. Then, obviously, two West Indies wickets. Then all ten of the um, palms went out. So 12 wickets on the second day. And there's still plenty of overs to go. So um, West Indies batted again. And they, they lost the two openers for 24 and 33. Then they lost um, Hope, Bravo and Chase. Hope made three. Bravo made one. Chase made a duck off two balls. Yep. So they were they were struggling there. And at the end of day three, they were, um, no, end of day two, sorry, the West Indies were 6 for 127. It wasn't looking good at all. Shit. Yeah, they weren't much in front. And so 18 wickets had fallen on day two. Bloody hell. So Fucking hell. Day three, Don, we thought, geez, this could be all over today. But no, there was a twist in the tail. Uh, <laughs> our man Dorich, the keeper, and Jason Holder, yes. the bowler who bats at number eight, they both made tons. Jason Holder made 202. Oof. Big double 84 balls, 23 fours and 8 sixes. Yeah. Um, he's not a great yep. bowler. He bowls about 110 k's an hour, but he's a fair cricketer all round. Mm. What has he got now? He's got a test five for and a test double ton. Or a couple of yeah. each, even. Yeah, he'd have a few five for Gillespie style. Mm. He's got, that was his third test century, batting at eight. Mm. Unbelievable. Jeez. I know yeah, when Pat good. Cummins has been batting lately, he wants to become the world's best number eight, he said. Well, good luck. Yeah, You've got yeah, to make a double ton a, and two others. He's, he's way a long fucking way behind. He could go for silver and he probably yeah. might get there. <laughs> but, um, he's still got to get past Mo Ali. So, oh, that's true. He does bat it. Well, I think he could overtake Mo Ali the way he bats. He doesn't put his brain into game. And bowls. Um, so... Um, after he made his double ton, he declared Jason Holder 415 for six. They didn't lose a wicket, and there were still 20 overs to go in the day. They bowled to the English openers, and they didn't go out. They were none for 56 oh, at the end of the day's play. So no wickets fell on day oh, three. It's a fucking road. Tear it up. 
Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no good. And then day four, England. Well, this was something to England. behold. They, um, the openers, they got up to 85 before our man Keyboard Jennings went out. But then they all fell apart to the straight breaks of Roston yes. Chase. Doesn't bowl. You didn't he bowl. A part-timer? He, yeah, yeah, he's a part-timer. Number five batsman. Yeah. yeah, and it was um, our man Denzel Washington who got us on to this to say, um, get Ashton Agar into the Ashes squad because England can't play part-time straight breaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Roston Chase, number five batsman. He's got a bowling average of 47. He took eight for 60 of 22 Whoa, overs. Hell, and yeah. some of the, like and when... according to Denzel, did not turn a single delivery. <laughs> <laughs> some of the dismissals just couldn't be believed. There was a, a tame little prod to first slip that I saw. There was a, a like a Manus flick to mid-wicket. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm sure there's a couple that cannoned into the front pad that were pretty much yes. adjacent. Yeah. He bowled one two, through the gate too, I think. <laughs> Bold. Yeah, that's like a fucking hell. Sam, Sam Curran went out stumped. Oh. Stumped. Stumped. Like it doesn't turn it. Yeah, yeah. So he got the last eight wickets. Now he got the last seven. He got the opener, Burns, third degree. He made 84. So Chase got him. And then he went numbers three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, no, sorry. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. <laughs> it's kind of like when Michael Clark took six for nine against India. Yeah. Like just yes. a bloke who just comes on and yeah. rolls the arm over. It's not going to do anything. And all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. people just capitulate around him. Yep, that's right. Yes. So that was the West Indies' third biggest ever victory in all Test yeah. cricket. Wow. They won it was weird that because they, be, they terrorised... Um, countries for millennia yeah, and I was surprised yeah. to see that, that was their yeah. third biggest sorry Ross what they win by well well, they only set England the um, target of 628 so not yeah, much is it they, no yeah. should have got those yeah they won by 381 runs oh, yes it's surprising that was their hell. biggest ever um, um, win mm. now something that will interest you Alex umpires yep. Rod Tucker oh. first class cricketer from Tasmania Rock and Rod yep TV umpire Kumar Dharmasena, 96 World Cup winner from Sri Lanka, and the match referee from New Zealand, Jeff Crow, Martin's brother. Jeffrey. Oh, there he is. Jobs for the boys. It's interesting that um, Dharmasena was a TV umpire. Didn't he just get voted the best umpire in the world at the recent ICC awards? Everyone needs a bit of telly time. Oh, that's it. Yeah, you need to get those dulcet tones, rock and roll. Yeah, Yeah, rock and roll, thanks. Show me the money shot. (laughs) (laughs) So... The interesting thing there was that um, the there was a catch behind and the stumping, um, which was one of which was the last wicket to end the match. The stumping of Sam Curran. Oh, stumping to end the, the match. Windy's, Fuck it. Yeah. So, so the windy <laughs> keeper uh, Dorich, who made the century. I don't know why. He must. I assume he got injured. But day four, which was the last day, Hope um, came yeah, in as the. Hope yeah, he came in and took the gloves because the keeper mm. couldn't keep on the last day mm. after he made a ton on the Probably day before. So, so um, maybe he had ice packs on his eyes. Catch. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Ice packs on his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's been watching the ball so closely on day three. He couldn't do it again on day four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting. I read the Cricket Australia report on this test match and it's it said uh, it, it turned out it was the AAP match report. So very sort of generic. Yeah. Just stick to the facts yep. and... 
it had a very subtle dig at Sam Curran and the England management for playing him ahead of Stuart Broad, a man with, as they said, 134 test experience and 450 test wickets. (laughs) But he's also legitimately scared of the ball. Yes. (laughs) Is it a great in Australia when... um, when England lose, they're we yes. going bad. Like we're everything's falling shit. apart for Australian yeah. cricket. But as soon as the Poms get rolled for seventy-seven, yeah. we're yeah. fucking up. Yeah. We've yeah. won a Test match. They've been rolled for seventy-seven. It's the early two thousands all over again. I'm fucking pumped up, <laughs> fired up, ready to go. And so, just to to call back to day one, David, James yes, Anderson please. in the second Jim. innings. Yep. Yeah, Jim, our man, Jim. Eighteen overs, none for fifty-eight. Cool. Oh. So he didn't sort of get better with age. Did he? So he's not so, the world's best bowler. No. 14 overs, Ross. Yep. 18. 18 overs. Oh, 18. None for 50. That's a lot of overs for a whole day's, day and a half batting. Yeah, he true. didn't get a wicket. Uh, I think they've taken a bit of spin. So um, Ben Stokes bowled 25 overs. Mm. And um, Moali, 20. Joe Root, 10. And Adil Rashid, what? 9. <laughs> no, Adil Rashid, 9 overs, none for 61. Interesting one there. Yeah. So they, they chose to play two spinners. What happened to our mate with Crohn's disease, Jack Leach, the baldy? Where's our man? Well, Didn't he know. get the most wickets in Sri Lanka? Yeah. So if they're going to play two spinners, wouldn't he be one of them? The parasite upset Crane. That's what I want to know. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. One, so, um, one real positive to come out of this whole test and everything is, is the big fella, Jason Holder, because he's been... Yeah. One of the few West Indians that's refused to, you know, do the whole, I'm going to play T20 Succumb. and go around the world and all this stuff. Got the captaincy simply because, you know, well, who else are we going to give it to? He was there. And he's gone out of his way to really try and bring a bit of pride back to West Indian Test cricket. And this Test match, um, I think it's good It's good for him. It's good he made his double ton, but it's also good that they were able to do get a result like this because it shows that... There still is a lot of potential in that gathering of islands over there to still be a pretty strong test cricket team. So that's good. That's it. I agree. And this sets up a great series now. Mm. Uh, It's a three-test series, which is good. It's not any rubbish like two. It's three-test series. That's good. And um, the next test is coming up on Friday, I believe. So that'll be interesting. um, Here we go. Yep, second test. Starts on the 1st of February. Yes, so the same as the test in Canberra starts. So that'll nice. be good. And then the third Very test nice. is on the 10th of Feb. Oh, nice. So Beautiful. look forward to that. I think that's yeah, just pretty much three weeks after another. Yes, so... So, Ross, the, uh, the selection policy in England, uh, which worked for them for a while, which is to pick like two or three all-rounders or bits mm. and pieces players in their side, yep. hasn't worked here. No. Well, it's interesting. interesting. The West Indies went in with four fast bowlers. Now, they've had a lot of spinners over the last five to ten years because they've got all these low and slow pitches. They've played test matches with two spinners in the West Indies before, but they went in with four fast bowlers, and that's why um, Roston Chase bowled because uh, they want, I think they just wanted something different. You know, so he's a spinner. Okay, well, they, all they took him was the part-time spin. Yet England went yeah. for their four bowlers, their four main bowlers, two spinners. Mm. Stokes, obviously, the fifth bowler. So... Interesting, yeah, they've got um, their all-rounders in Ali and Stokes. They've got a bloke who oh, look, could become a very good test cricketer, but he doesn't seem to have a particular job at the minute in um, Sam Curran. Seems to be a better batsman at, than a bowler, yet he bats at 10, 9. Uh, so, 
Yeah, interesting. That England also went down the route of having three wicket keepers again. Tassie style. Yeah. Nice. So we'll see if that works for them. But it just puts a little bit of interest into the preparation for the Ashes. I know it's a long way away, but yeah, you still want to be playing good oh, test let's cricket. Let's start naming our squads. Mm. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> After we're not having stewards, let's show sure. our squads. Yeah. yeah. Let's get all the okay. part-time spinners we can and fucking load up. Yeah, well, we do have. We've got Warner, Smith, Finch, Head, Marnus. They're all there. Marnus. Oh, yeah. Uh, calling Marnus part time is pretty friendly to him. Oh, yeah, very generous. It should be no time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One right. time is what he should be, yeah. All right, we move on now to the other big um, series that's happening at the moment. It's the five game one day series between New Zealand and India. <laughs> Yes. New Zealand, yeah, New Zealand bowled out for 157 in the first match in Napier. India, 156 for two. This was match was affected by Duckworth Lewis, but not by rain, but by the setting what? sun getting in the batsman's eyes. That's right, that's right. The they had to go off for a, a half an hour. <laughs> and so their target Dumb. was adjusted. <laughs> their target was adjusted from 158 off... 50 overs to 156 of 49 overs. (laughs) 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 And they they made it in the 35th over, so all was good. Cricket is shit. They used Duckworth Lewis to win the Auckland Cups on as well, so now misses the races. (laughs) (laughs) So Napier is an international cricket ground, and I think they should take a leaf out of Donald's Trump. Donald Trump's book and build a wall so that the setting sun doesn't get in the batsman's eyes. How hard would it be to build a wall so, so that the sun didn't get in your eye? Jeez. Every ODI or day night game at that venue would have to be Duckworth Lewis affected then. Yep, pretty much every yeah. game there is affected Lewis by the setting cloudy. sun. Unless it's cloudy, yeah. <laughs> yep. So how's it an international venue stupid. again? It's an international cricket venue. How? That's what I want to yeah. know. Yeah, how? Like yeah. that? Well, they've got that rugby ground in Auckland they play test matches on, yeah, so, you know, true. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Like the whacker isn't. <laughs> yeah, the whacker's not up to snuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the second ODI at Mount Manganui in New Zealand was on Saturday. Rohit Sharma didn't, uh, didn't get a ton, he only got 87, so that'd be disappointing for him. Yep. Everyone made over 22. Uh, everyone except the not out batsman made over 40 so that was good MS Doney Michael just to prove that he's not a one trick go slow pony made 48 off 33 balls fuck a duck yeah. <laughs> it's different when you're setting not chasing There's... let him bat till he's 700 <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand with poo all out 234 Doug Bracewell hit a brisk 57 off 46 balls batting down at number 8 I did watch that innings, and he hit a few lusty blows, Big Douglas. And your man, Alex Colin de Gronholm, made three. (laughs) He made three off... the grand home. Yeah, three off ten balls, and he bowled his eight overs, none for 62. Had a good game, then. (laughs) Yeah, one of his better ones. Good all-round performance. Yeah, Uh... he'll keep his spot for the third one. All right, and uh, cool deep, Yaddo, 445 there. The... For third game of the series, India can go 3-0, is on today at Mount Manganui. 
One o'clock that starts, David, so you can just have a bite of lunch and then sit up with your KO app and put the pegs up and enjoy. I might pop down to the local establishment and have a beer while I watch it. (laughs) There you go, a beer? Yeah, you do that. (laughs) All right, so that continues. The other interesting event that's happening at the moment is the uh, one-day tournament, sorry, one-day tour of... South Africa versus Pakistan. Now, I, I won't go through all the scorecards, but the first one was Good. a very interesting one. <laughs> uh, this is the... Uh, was it the highest, lowest total... Okay, this... South Africa batted first. They made two for 266. Yeah. yeah. And they lost. Pakistan chased that down easily. You know, um, has you remember, 108 off 120 balls. Just channeled his inner... Great, uh, Jeff Marsh. Did he to get that one? <laughs> it's a very strange. It was something about being the highest total for only two wickets lost or something, but it just wasn't enough. So why didn't they go a bit harder? Anyway, I guess first game yeah, of this year is yeah. uh, just um, you know finding their groove again for um, one day cricket. Anyway, the um, proved not to be enough. Mm. Didn't well, Safraz get done for a racial comment? Or? Yeah. He, oh, that was in the next one, yeah. but yes. He continued to act yeah. like the classy human being he fucking is. <laughs> yeah. Next one, Pakistan all out 203. South Africa made it in 42 overs. Third ODI, Pakistan 317 for six. Jeez. Duckworth Lewis affected South Africa did get there. They got 187 for some. two. Yeah, that's right. And the fourth one, South Africa, all out for 164. Jesus. Yeah. So, and Pakistan chased that down with 11 balls to spare. 111 balls to spare, sorry. Boss got the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah took four for the Melbourne Renegades. Yeah. Our man, Shinwari. Yeah. So he looks like a fair player. So that's an interesting series. It's tied at two yeah. all after four matches, the fifth and deciding game. Is coming up shortly. It is in dig, fact dig, dig. 30th of January, which is Wednesday, 10 p.m. our time starts. So no doubt we'll all be up overnight watching Set that. The alarm. Yeah. I read, the alarm. Yeah. I read something on Twitter that Shimwari took like four off six balls or something. Oh really? Yeah, it was like okay. wicket dot wicket wicket dot wicket or something like that. Uh-huh. Get around yeah. it. Jeez. Uh, the um. Yeah, the keeper's comments, the keeper and captain, he said um, to one of the African, South African bass and one of the black guys, uh, where's your mama in the crowd? Is she saying a prayer for you or something like that? But he also, before that, he, he said something about him and the word black was involved as well. There's a comment uh, There's a comment before that as well. Okay. Because yeah. he said the second comment, the one I just relayed, in Urdu, which is the language of Pakistan, yeah. which the, um, the stump mic picked up, but the um, South African player didn't understand yeah doesn't yep. speak urdu so that was a bit weird why bother yeah um, but from yeah. what i read he said the whole thing in urdu and then someone translated uh, it uh, off, off the, the stump, stump, mic. stump mic and report and like <laughs> reported it and basically got him in trouble uh, uh that's that's a bit like not that they got in trouble because <laughs> they were talking to each other but uh ishant sharma yes. and um don't uh, you be putting anger on yeah. me. Yeah. Your yeah. anger to, for anger you to keep to yourself. Up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> don't put your anger up your off ass. The stump mic. Hilarious. All right. Don't put your anger on me. Shove your anger up your ass. <laughs> but it's not surprising from Safras because he's a little fucking angry, sawn off, fat little prick. 
Yeah. That's it. So the the um, in Nepal are touring the United Arab Emirates, which is good to oh, see. Good. Nepal oh. in an ODI comp, and Nepal made two hundred and forty two for nine UAE all out for ninety seven. Nice one, so, yeah. good. Yeah. I've always hated UAE. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just no good. And that's being played at the ICC Academy in Dubai. That's a fully fledged ODI, and the match referee was Muhammad Javed. So, <laughs> so what in Nepal? In Nepal, the Nepalese llamas or something like that? Um, tigers, I think they are. More fucking tigers. Uh, tigers. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, the three match series is level one all. Which is oh, good to hear. Yeah, the next game is coming up very soon. 4.30pm okay. today. Oh, so Get on that one. So the Nepalese yeah. Tigers versus the UAE UFOs. Get around it. <laughs> I think they're the Tigers too. The UAE Camels, I believe they are. Oh, that's... Oh, oh. Nice. I, I wasn't, they should be I, the I wasn't going to go there, Ross, but all right. It's an animal. <laughs> should be um, the Falcons. I love Fal- Falcons. Yeah, lots of falconry happens in the UAE. There actually is. Yeah, I know. I'm oh, I thought you were being silly. I thought you were being silly, Ross. Mm. They have. It's um... good that you're not being silly. I thought it was because everyone you put drove that silliness on me. You shoved that have... silliness up your ass. <laughs> Robots that race as jockeys on the back of camels along straight huh. racetracks. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, and there's no there's no gambling on it either. Oh, just for the love yeah, of the love game. Of the game. Yeah, yeah, it kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yeah, for the love of camel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the other thing that's Or going, dromedaries, if you will. Oh, a dromedary, yeah. It's a single hump or two hump, yeah. 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 Okay. The, um... They store the water in their hump. That's why they can be in the desert. <laughs> the, the ships of the desert, I believe they're called. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I actually was driving around Bendigo the other day when it was 44 degrees, just for something to do. I saw a camel. Yeah, fuck loads of camels yeah, about There was a camel in like a hobby farm, in a paddock at a hobby farm. There was a camel and it was smiling because it enjoyed the 44 degrees. <laughs> you know we're still recording. Right? <laughs> oh, so are we still on? Oh, is this thing on? I thought we'd wrapped up Fucking and this hell. was post-chat. Usual... We should have wrapped up post-South uh, Africa. So you got, any, you got any camel chat on your mind? Give us a call. <laughs> I've been talking. What's on for the rest of the afternoon, fellas? <laughs> oh, get out of the beach. Yeah, yeah. Cut, 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 oh, Mick. Yeah, that's that's uh, it's an animal husbandry technique, I believe me. <laughs> um, just a quick one. The Georgie Pie, no, it's not the Georgie Borgie Pie anymore. It's the Burger King Super Smash. The New Zealand T Twenty Comp is on at the moment, and it has the same uh-huh. start date and end date as the BBL. So I was wondering if they might have a, a post tournament challenge match where the BBL winner, just a one off match in New Zealand. Why the hell not? Has a dig at the um, at the Kiwi team, the best Kiwi team. See who's the best in Australasia. You know, that sort of oh, thing. Good. Yeah. That that'll never happen, will it? No one's interested in that shit anymore, are they? No. If they ever no, were. No. no. Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's kind of like rep squads in local cricket. No one gives a fuck. No, I'm not playing yeah. Sunday. You can fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no time for a quiz, seeing as you had so much fun talking about everything else. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So, yep. I will come next time. I just as a bit of sizzle, a bit of sizzle for next step. I'll I'll run us through, uh, just because I know everyone will be excited. My my solution to the World Cup: how we can get sixteen teams back in the World Cup. 
Oh yes, bring it's it on, not, Ross. It's not radical. It's just better. Okay. How do we get the UAE UFOs into Yeah, that's, that's it. Look at Nepal and UAE. How do we get them back in Ireland? You know, Netherlands, Kenya. Yeah. Uh, Dwayne Leverock. Nepal. How do we get him back? Yeah, that's what we want. It's not a geography lesson. Let's. Yep. Okay. That Bermuda. you weren't going to say anything. Excellent. <laughs> no. All right. So, any listener feedback? Uh, a bit from the uh, headscock. Uh, I think yes. Tim said the podcast was shit. Oh, sound uh, quality was shit again. Yeah, sound quality was yeah. abysmal. Yeah. So we've we've rectified that with buying a splitter. Apparently, that's yep. going to work for us. So yep, yep. Um, a wheel shaped one, wheel shaped pinwheel, wagon wheel. Yeah. So like a, it looks like a corn wheel. We can afford splitters. This shit. Yep. yep. So that should be good. Oh, good. Oh, that's excellent. So we are on all major social media and podcasting <laughs> platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter, at Midoff Cricket, on our website, midoffcricketpodcast.wix.com slash home. Our next podcast will be a fortnight. Oh, I think that's BBL finals weekend or close to it. Anyway, Ooh. the BBL will almost be over, which means it'll be time to announce the Big Lug 11 Ooh, and our yes. award winners for the BBL, the Jay Dernback, the Brown Pants, all the rest. So until <laughs> next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. See you later. Bye, Ross Bellas. See ya. <laughs>